right, here we are. We are back. It's me and Kyle, and that only means one thing. We are going to do a We Might Get Canceled. We it's might been get... too long. It's been too long, my friend. Way too long. I think this is episode three of You Might Get Canceled. And we've been waiting, and we've been doing some really fun tinkering with how we're going to do this from now on. And I think you guys are going to really, really like it. So, but before we get started off, you know, We Might Get Cancelled is a stem off of the greatest podcast ever, Sketching Up. We will have a new Sketching Up for you coming out very soon. But also, we got to remember, under Snobble Studios, we have some other amazing podcasts right now. Don't we, Kyle? Like, it, it's going to be absolutely insane what we're, we're banging out. We got our boy Schnabel coming out with a Mad Props episode 55, and he has on Matt Sheldon. Which is going to be great. I think that's going to be a really great talk. I'm super excited. And our boy Kyle over here has a new Southern Hospitality episode five. Kyle, you want to give us a little little teaser of what's going on? A little, little something. Some. You know what I'm saying? A little, little something, some, you know what I'm saying? We're going to drop it next week. We do talk. Okay, so here's the fun part. So we literally go from like reviewing an anime because we talked about Ragnarok, like Records of Ragnarok. Mm. I'm going to now we're finna be on Christmas show. break. It's a great show, right? Amazing. I'm finna be on Christmas break, so I'm about to watch. I'm about to go on this journey. I'm about to rewatch all of Attack on Titan now that it's mostly mm, I want to do that too. But I'm trying to finish uh Black Clover and then I'm Ooh. gonna go to uh, Titan because yeah. I haven't finished that yet. So boom. So I'm nice. doing that. Um and so then we talked about that, and then we also talked about how to act with the police because in in Georgia police got fast cars and they will hawk you down mm-hmm. yeah well you would know that's kind of like new york state cops they, they got fast cars oh they got them fast cars it, here's what i'll tell you it's weird because atlanta is starting to become it's like a southern version of new york now that's literally what it is okay it's because so many northerners are down here now mm-hmm. so like it's it got it became that vibe like it's so much faster like mm. everybody has a cousin that's from Atlanta. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah, yeah, <coughs> yeah. Everybody does. Uh, well, that sounds awesome. I'm so excited to give that a listen. But also, don't forget to follow us on all the socials on Twitter. I'm controlling Twitter now. I, I'm I'm going crazy right now, and I love crazy. it. I'm just saying whatever. I might get canceled on Twitter. Hey, oh, you would be. Yeah, it is what it is. I don't know if that's possible, but we'll see. <laughs> Go follow us on Instagram, Schnabel Studios, Sketching Up. Southern Hospitality now has an Instagram. Go follow it. Go follow Schnabel Studios on LinkedIn. Yes, we have a LinkedIn. Let's hear about your businesses. Let's go. Maybe we can okay. get an ad. I'd read out of it. We would hey, love it. You got a company that you want us to read an ad? <laughs> Hit us up on LinkedIn. That'd be freaking awesome. Um, and then also go watch us on YouTube. Go listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You know, we're everywhere. And we want you guys to listen. We want you guys to enjoy. But let's get into this episode of We Might Get Canceled. All right. And I'm going to go first. Go ahead. That's okay. I'll let you. That's okay. I'll let you. All right. I'll let you. I want to take a little deep dive, a chilly deep dive, because, you know, it's getting colder outside. You know, it's the holidays, by the way. Merry Christmas. Hey, happy Hanukkah. You know, uh, I think Kwanzaa's right after Christmas, so happy if you celebrate, God, it is a great time. It is a great time right now. You feel the holiday spirit, Kyle? Oh, bro, I feel it. 
my teeth feel it from all the fun, you know what I'm saying, all the fun uh, <laughs> sweets that I get to eat all the time. Oh, like, God, I'm loving dude. it, bro. I mean, like, I, mean, I love so this time sweets. of year. So many sweets right now. Just, bro, just so many. And coming, at, coming into the new year with, as a diabetic, I swear to God. Bro, <laughs> bro, I'm from the South. Come on now. Yeah, that's fair. Come on now. That is fair. I, I got cavities all throughout my mouth, and I don't even catch the point. And it's, it's not stopping. It, it really isn't. It's not, not at all. No. Not at all. All right, I want to talk to you about a little place called Antarctica. Okay, holla at me, boy. Holla at you. Holla at me, boy. I'm going to come full, full force. Mm-hmm. There is mm-hmm. entrances mm-hmm. To, through Antarctica to another world. To mm-hmm. a deeper part of the earth where everything exists. Everything that we thought doesn't exist now exists down there. We got dinosaurs, all prehistoric species down there. We have plants that are prehistoric plants that are still growing down there. And people have seen these holes where you can go down. I mean, there was a Russian uh, photographer who was flying on a plane that was going over Antarctica and took a picture of a huge hole in Antarctica. That got buried real quick, but people found it. And what did they say? That's going down. And they said that they felt heat. The plane was registering heat when they flew over it. So it's not cold. And they think things are starting to come up because the surface temperature of Antarctica is actually going up. You can see all the all the ice caps, they're, they're melting down there. So it's getting hotter and hotter up there. What what do we what do we think that's gonna be? And just to just to put a little spice on it. I believe this is where we're going to find out if the if the fiction is nonfiction, if the Godzilla theory from the new Godzilla's movies is correct, where Kong came from, where all the other uh, large uh, what do they call those the Motos, where they come from, and they pop up here and there, causing different weather anomalies or or different um, uh, uh, ocean patterns and that they, they go up and then they go back down just to see what's going on, just to kind of give us. And I think that is so true. I mean, right now I'm watching the, the Monarch show on Apple TV. Dude, they, they, they find them everywhere and they keep getting these, these like, um, uh, what do you call it? These, uh, they call them lad readings, but it's, it's, um, it's a nuclear, it's like nuclear, uh, readings, like mm-hmm. nuclear heat, because that's coming from our core. And that's what these in the, in the show, in the movies, that's what they feed off of. They feed off of nuclear energy because mm-hmm. that's what they get down in the middle of the earth. Now, now here's, here's something I would love to, I want to say. Right yeah, to go, add to yours. Go, go. Did you hear how like now there's like this quote unquote like big sunspot? You know how the sun has mm-hmm. been hotter. It's been hotter and been doing all the sun flashes. So apparently, like the poles have shifted. Yes. Yeah. I and was about that today. so now essentially we're finna go into like a new like you know it's like the age of Aquarius. So it's like the right, age right. of information, which means now I think all of the secrets that have been kind of dormant is finna start coming up. And I think a lot of that is linked to what's going on with the sun. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Because like, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was going to say from the article I read that was especially about the pole shifting mm-hmm. is that the, the, every time the sun has a sun flare, mm-hmm. it, the, the poles attract it, pull it right in. And that actually has uh, nuclear molecules in it that are, are coming and hitting earth. Mm-hmm. So if my theory is correct, if there are now, I'm not saying that there's a huge Godzilla that's going to pop up and, and ravish Tokyo or, or New York city. If you're, you watch the 2000 Godzilla, um, <laughs> but more animals that we maybe didn't even know existed or we thought were extinct may start coming up because there's more radiation coming from these suns, these sun flares that are hitting. And the more that the radiation hits, the more it stays. It takes a very long time. Like look at Chernobyl, the, the radiation stays. You can't get rid of it. Like mm-hmm. there's no good way of getting rid of it except for blowing it up. And then that even sends out a residual uh, radiation spike that sits, that sits. That, that happened to, to Japan. All, all the nuclear testing sites, uh, uh, the islands down um, like in the Costa Rica area and all down there, those are all riddled with radiation. Now you can walk on them because it's been years and years and years, but you can't. But, but I, I'm going to go back to Chernobyl. There's no radiation. Yeah. But there's radiation there, which means if you think about it, we're kind of expedi- expediating that process. If yeah. you think about it with the pollution that we're doing. Yeah. So, and and we, we're gearing up. I feel like we're getting so close to that point where we're going to start using nuclear energy for our main energy source. I mean, mm-hmm. look, we're trying to get to electric cars. Everybody's trying to get, you see all the new EVs out on the street nowadays. Now more cars like Ford, Chevy, these cars, the companies that would never go electric are now going electric. That's going to raise everybody's electric bills really high. That's going to be huge. So what can you do to, to stipend that? So it makes it still affordable to get these cars. Well, you run it on nuclear energy. I can see that. How would you? Well, here's the other thing with electric cars that I always felt. We don't have a power grid that big for everything to be electric. Mm. Well, you know what I'm saying? Because think about how many sites have now. Think about all across America, even rural America now has to have a charging site instead of a gas station. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's getting to a point where it's getting more and more expensive to charge your cars at those sites. Because I remember my buddy got a Tesla, um, probably, I would say like three years after they like first really went on the market and you can go buy them and everything. And it was like to fully charge his, his whole car. It was, I think $10. Now it's like $25. So it's going up and, and and people are noticing that, but the, to second that, that's why I say we may go to the nuclear source mm-hmm. when someone cracks the code of, we don't want to have another Chernobyl on our hands. We don't want to have another crisis like Japan. Japan had an, uh, had an earthquake and it hit one of their nuclear sites and they had to spill all that nuclear radiation into the water, which then travels up to Antarctica. 
And you know, there's hydrothermal vents. So that probably just seeped into the ground, into the groundwater, which probably just keeps going down and compressing. So like, if you think about it, probably just keeps seeping down and seeping down and seeping down, leaving a trail from which it came. Yeah. I think. And, and attracting more and more things to come up and up. And we keep hearing these guys, these military guys, these scientists that have been to these like black sites that are in Antarctica that, that no one knows what goes on there. They just have them there. It, it, in my mind, it's not a crazy thought to think that they're either trying to find them they found them and like one escaped. There was a whole story about a guy. He said that one of them escaped and like he was like one of like five that made it out. And they don't know where that creature is and they don't even know what to call it. It's just walking around. It, it like he, he tells the story where he got called up to go up there because someone else got ill and he mm -hmm. replaced them. And he was just a safety person. He's a scientist, but he was a safety person. So he goes around to the labs and he makes sure that everything's okay. He got onto a flight to go up there. And on that flight, he went with seven Navy SEALs who were locked and loaded. He said that they brought more artillery than he's ever saw. And he found it very strange that he was going on a trip to a quote unquote, uh, science lab. And he has seven Navy SEALs with him who are loaded to go to war. And they go up there and they go to a place where no one goes to. And they had to go to this. They had to pass it only because there was some type of blockage going on at one part. So they had to drive around. They dropped off those guys and they kept going. He said he never saw those guys again. He said they were they, no one. He saw no one. And when he went and he asked one of the people, he asked them, like, what is that site? They, they kind of just brushed it off and they didn't say anything. And he kept asking and he asked the wrong person and that's who sent him home. Now he was on a flight coming home and five other scientists showed up and was like, we need to get the fuck out of here. We need to get out of here. We need to get out of here. We need to get out of here. And he was like, what's going on? And they would not speak about what, what happened. And someone slipped and said that they were at that site he passed that he was asking about. And then he went and he found another scientist that used to work up there. And he goes, oh yeah, I know that place. That the place that you saw isn't the real place. It's about like, 30 feet below and that's where they keep things that they don't know what they are that they find in the ice yeah mm -hmm. so Antarctica is it safe is it really just a big floating continent of ice There's something going on up there. And I think the more and more this planet gets warmer and warmer, we're going to figure out real quick what's up there. Don't you think so? Well, I'm thinking, I'm personally, I think that now this is real tinfoily, which I'm per this is the perfect yeah. place for it. Yep. I personally think that some of these wars is a distraction to, I'm not saying the, the entire thing, 
But I'm saying like some of this other, like some of the stuff that you're like, what is that from? I think some of that is a diversion of what's really going on in the Marius. Well, you know what I'm they, saying? They said in one of the articles that I read about Antarctica is that like every time something happens in Antarctica that mm-hmm. may get leaked out to the public, they they say they discovered another planet that might have water. So they make us look at the sky. And that floods our Google searches. So that means right now we're looking at land, which means we need to be looking at the sea. Yeah. Is what you're telling me. Yeah. So we have to do the opposite. So we got to look at the sea. Okay. So here we go. Since we're talking about seas. All right. Here we go. All right. Think about the world map. Okay. Have you ever heard of Mick Arthur's universal corrective map of the world? Is that the one that has the continent that just doesn't, that was named and ha- it was on like a bunch of maps. It was, I think it was printed in a Bible at one point because Bibles used to have like the world map in them. And one of the oldest encyclopedias had it in it. And it was that one landmass that was named that had everything like had rivers drawn in it and stuff. And then it just doesn't show up anymore. Yes. Along those lines, you know how on that map, west is east and east is west? You know how everything is flipped? Yeah. And north is south and south is north? Yeah. Now, being with that, question. Uh You know how we talked about how there was artifacts, Egyptian artifacts found in America? Yeah. If you take my first two points and put them things together, uh-huh. I personally think just as a, we might get canceled. Uh-huh. America is the actual ancient Egypt. Mm-hmm. And the Egypt that we know is not, is the false Egypt. First point. Okay. <clears throat> and then this is also going to go along with another theory that I have, not, I'm not even putting on here, but it's just a, as a thought. Okay. Now, here's the other thing. If the world was technically flipped, and this is I'm not I'm just gonna be still being surface right now. I'm not even I haven't even gotten to the notes. I'm still on I'm still on point two right now. Oh god. Oh shit. Yeah, bro. Like, bro, I got seven points right here, bro. So okay. So if that's the case, then that means that means a few theories are correct. If this theory is correct, that means a few theories are correct. A, slavery was a hoax. Because then, think about this. If America is the actual ancient Egypt that we talk about in the ancient history books, right? Okay. When, then when did people bring people on slave ships over? That means, because, hey, when you watch stuff on ancient Egypt, what color was everybody? They were like tan. They were black, black and, right? Tan and black. <laughs> Which means the actual Indian slash Jews Oh. So... If we're 
technically ancient Egypt. Here. That means we are Rome. That means we are Rome too. Because remember, Rome and Egypt and all of that was all in the general same place. And then if you mm -hmm. think about Pangea, and if you think about the think about let's think about let's think if Pangea, if the reason why everything shifted was because the poles shifted. Right. Think about if the poles shifted, stuff that was below went up and stuff that was up went below. Hmm. Just a theory. But let me get back on to my regular point. Oh, God, yeah. Oh. Now, you know how we've had Egyptian artifacts found in America, mm -hmm. right? There was some. Now, in Illinois, you know, there was burrow caves. Right. You can still go it, look at them today, right? You can still go yes. over there and see them? Yeah. Yes. And those burrow caves is what? Like they were, they were like civilizations, right? Ancient civilizations. Ancient civilizations. Who else had a bunch of cave systems that we learned about in history? Oh, there's a lot. Egyptians. Yeah. Egyptians. That still falls under Egyptians. Now, here we go. Now, think about this. Remember how we talked about the pyramids? Right. There's pyramids was found in Tennessee. Yep. Right? Louisiana. You remember we talked about those? Yeah, we did. Holy shit. Now, watch this. Mississippi Mounds. Now, think about this. Remember how pyramids was like, whatever theory you believe on pyramids, essentially they're an energy center. Let's go with that. Mm -hmm. Right? For the most part, from what people think. Right? Right. You would need more, you would need multiple, many, like, multiple of those, wouldn't you? Right, yeah, you would. Now, here's also what I think is also evidence right here, right? I'm just gonna flip my page because I'm not even gonna talk about the Grand Canyon yet. <laughs> Let's talk about the Mississippi River. Okay. Right? When you, because I, I was, when I was doing the research, I seen this, right? The Mississippi River is the actual now, and I'm gonna give you a few reasons why. Now, peep this. I'm going to use the Bible just not as a religious text, but just as a historical documentation. Right. Right. We were allowed to do that, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Isaiah we 11 and 15. Say what? We make it canceled. Okay, bet. So Isaiah 11, 15 says, and the Lord shall utterly destroy the tongue of the Egyptian sea. And with his mighty wind, he shall shake his hand over the river and shall smite it in seven streams and make men go over dry shed. Right mm -hmm. now, most people now when they talk about like the Mississippi, you know how they talk about the Mississippi River is like supposed to be like the longest river or whatever. And the Nile is like the, the widest or the biggest river. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now watch this. The Mississippi River has seven tributaries. Oh, that makes sense. Now, what, all, what else that's historical in Mississippi is the Mississippi Mounds. Now, the reason why I'm the Segway King is because along the Mississippi River is the Mississippi Mounds. 
Okay. Right? Now, the Mississippi River goes from Louisiana to Wisconsin. Right? Yeah, it goes all the way up to Minnesota, like, right? Yeah. And Illinois. Right. Now watch this. Most civilizations, right? Especially like ancient Mesopotamia, all centered around what? Rivers. Right. And fertile. Wasn't there a lot of wasn't there a lot of farming done in that part of the country? Oh yeah. Huge amounts of farming. Okay. That means it's fertile. Yeah. Now watch this. All of the pyramids that we have just oh also remember we just talked about the New Orleans one, right? The New Orleans pyramid. Think about what we just said. Let's connect some dots here. Okay. From Illinois, Wisconsin area all the way down through Mississippi to Louisiana is the Mississippi River with the Mississippi Mounds, right? Mm-hmm. Now that entire route also correlates with where most of those pyramids were. Hmm. And when you look at the pyramids where they were, those Illinois tunnels are in direct correlation. So all those tunnels connect through those pyramids underneath? I'm getting and there was also a lost city found off the coast of New Orleans. Whoa, whoa, that's... I got to look more into that, but that was just something I skimmed over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Think about it. And now here's what's going to tie it all together. This is going to tie it all together. Grand Canyon, right? There's Egyptian treasure found in the Grand Canyon and also pyramids found in the Grand Canyon. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm, I'm just, I'm just hitting with a coinky dink. There's too many coinky dinks, man. There are, there's way too many. So. And then when you, Go ahead. So if all of this happened here on this uh-huh. continent, uh-huh. what was going on on the other one then? That's pro- I feel that's probably where like, maybe that's where like all the other, like Rome and all of that other stuff. But let's just, just to say if everything wasn't different. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's if the geographical landscape was different. It might've been different back then. There's like, there's no telling because the thing is like, there's no telling how many books have been rewritten. How many times have we heard about the ban, the burning of books? Right. How many, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, it's been happening since the start of books, really. Right. So if you can burn the book, that means you can reproduce another book to replace that same book. So... Me, in the way my weirdo brain works, <laughs> when I see too many consistencies or inconsistencies, I'd be like, hmm, 
It's too many Kawinky Dinkies over here. There are way too many. Like I just, I'm still, I, I'm still reveling from the, the, the lost city off of New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, apparently it was like some golden city or something. So could that be the lost El Dorado city? Like that could be. Dog, oh because then, like, if you then I started thinking, like, God, because I seen a map where I gotta go find it on TikTok, man. I gotta go. I might have saved it. I gotta go find it on TikTok later. If I can find it on TikTok, I'm gonna go send it to you because it's like a whole like map of where things would be, right? If this theory was true, and it lines up way too good. Like, think about this, right? Utah is considered kind of a holy land, isn't it? Yeah, Utah. On this map, Jerusalem is in Utah. Oh, that would make the guy from Mormon, whatever his name is, <laughs> right after seeing, a, seeing an, a, an angel that dropped a, a golden Bible, I think it was, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Come on now. Stuff like that only happened in Jerusalem in the Bible, bro. That's like... Yo, which now, I just, just think about that, man. Just think about that, man. Just think about that, man. If we were to real... Think about this, man. That means there's a lot of... There's a lot of things. It's a lot, it's a lot of history books got to get burnt. A lot yeah. of things got got to get reconnected. The same. Like I, I just. God blow your insane. mind. Insane. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> trying to. I'm still trying to like. Uh, I'm trying to. Oh, this is insane. <laughs> like. <laughs> so I'm saying, dog. I just. I'm gonna start sending you some of uh, some of the TikToks I got. You have to. Because and you're going to be like, dude, like I have a whole page dedicated to that African-Americans aren't, the African-Americans in America, the black Americans aren't African-Americans. We're actually the natives. And then a lot of stuff would kind of make sense. Yeah, for sure. You know? So. I'm still trying to find that. Map. Sorry. No, sorry. keep going. No, because like. No. I'm trying to find that map that had that one big missing continent that mm -hmm. was in the middle of the Atlantic. I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. Yeah, like. It makes you think, right? Because, like, if, if everything is flipped, and the way you told history is either out of order or not fully accurate. Mm -hmm. That means you have more control over people because now you are their only influence that they know. Right. Especially if you demonize knowledge and if you demonize like looking at or certain practices and stuff like that. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, then that just made me start thinking about just, like, it went, made me go down a rabbit hole of just thinking about just other stuff. 
Yeah, and, and it's it, it makes sense because you have there's still like like groups of people you can call them like lost civilization people who still live on this continent that mm-hmm. you'll have a plane fly over and take pictures that they still live like in the Stone Age. And they don't and and like their country's governments won't let anybody go near. And you hear a, a bunch of people who have tried to go explore that they, they die because they get they get killed by these these people because they're outsiders. Mm-hmm. So imagine what their type of book looks like. Cause it was never burned, it was never taken away, it was never they were never invaded to the point where they like they lost a piece of their culture. Like it's all still there because they're all still there. They're all still just huddled. And that makes me think like they probably knew the world looked a lot different. But my overall question to like everything like these is like, what was the catalyst for these to go missing? You know, like you, you hear in the Bible, there was a great flood. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that definitely changed. Like, and that has been proved by scientists mm-hmm. over, and over again because our, mm-hmm. our, our planet's weather system was completely different, and our our planet was very was a lot better at maintaining itself. Where it would do a huge flood, it would do a ice age, it would do all these things to balance itself and then go back to normal after, like. That's, that's something that has happened and it hasn't happened anymore because of pollution, because of what we have done to the earth that it just doesn't, I feel like in layman's terms, it it doesn't have the strength to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's just letting everything happen. And we'll, we'll see major storm surges that hit. I mean, how many in the past decade, how many huge hurricanes have hit us? Like it's insane. How many, mm-hmm. how many like earthquakes have happened? And and then it, it, think, talking about earthquakes, look at Iceland. Right now, yeah. Iceland is like getting ravished by them, and they they think a volcano is going to explode at some point because it's on all these fault lines. Now, why would you build something on a fault line? I mean, it, it's it's the continent that grew, and then they, you know, civilizations just go to them. I mean, this this mm-hmm. is. These are things that people know about and then just kind of let it linger. But like, it's what is our catalyst going to be? Like, what is like, how how do we say that? Okay. Another continent is not going to go missing. How do we say that we're just, okay. Now, this is now I'm about to go real, 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 real left field. Okay. Give it to me. If just by just by just my first point, if the world is actually not quote unquote displayed to us or taught to us the right way, Mm. what's to say that that continent actually disappeared or is that continent just not shown to us? Because how I feel about it, because when you go, like, think about this, right? And this is going to, this is just talking about just flat earth theory or whatever. So you got pilots, they talk about when they fly, 
You know when they talk about flying, how everything is basically on a on a circular grid. Yes. Right. In my brain, I'm like, okay, I understand that we're on a globe. I get that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Normal theory, we're on the globe. We're in the globe. Right? Yeah. And I understand being a geometry teacher that a sphere can have a flat surface, but you do have to slice it. Right. Right? Right. Okay. So I understand that. Just like I understand, I personally think the globe theory just came from uh, like a flat earth theory. Because if you think, because you, when you look at a lot of people with the flat earth, and I promise this is all going to correlate, it looks like kind of like a pole. Most people got a flat surface, bowl on the bottom, bowl shape on the bottom, like a half, like kind of like a half sphere mm-hmm. on the bottom, yeah. being held up by a stick or or a magical beast or whatever yeah. with a firmament on the top. Right. So with me, if one thing's not shown correctly, my brain thinks nothing was shown correctly. Okay. Yeah. Now that might just be the way I was taught to think, but so I'm like, if the world is flipped and if the world isn't in the exact shape or, or the laws of physics doesn't work the way that y'all say it does. Right. That right there could easily give you control over the masses. Just having, just knowing where everything actually is and having that type of information of knowing where everything actually is, what everything actually is and where everything used to be. Right. Yeah. And having access to that information and what and how much control you can have with that information. Oh, I love this show. So now my brain, because I just stopped my brain from going down a theory, but now I'm finna go. <laughs> Rothschilds. We all, I mean, we all heard of the Rockefeller and the Rothschilds and all of them. Right. Yeah. Big bad wolves of the conspiracy theory. Yeah, the, uh, the banking yeah. industry, of yeah. governments, of religion, like everything. Yeah. So, you know, did you know that Jelaine Maxwell, you know, Epstein, mm-hmm. wife, yeah. You know how her daddy made him made his money? Uh, I probably did. I just can't remember off the top of my head. You know that Joker wrote textbooks? Really? Holy shit. The textbooks that your mama yeah. and my mama and your daddy and my daddy read. <laughs> Guess who made the public school system? Who? Created the modern, the quote-unquote modern government um, the way we do school, Who? the Rockefellers. Okay. He didn't want a nation of thinkers. Now, here's the reason why school, in a way, is we look for the wrong things in school. I think okay. we're too busy worried about a test score. Yeah, that's fair. To me, all that just equates to in human life is how much production did you give me. Right. How much yes. money did you make me? Yeah. Not how much, how, not how much better of a human have you became and how much better we've gotten just as a society through how, much have, how you've retained the information. Right. And if you think about school, right, 
Mm-hmm. What's praise and it what's terrible is I'm a teacher in this. I'm finna just like <laughs> tear this all up. What sucks about school is that a lot of you get a lot of praise just for memorization and not for actually learning and applying what you learned. Right. You know how they always say that C students are the best students? Or like yes. they're always like they always end up being the most high achievers. You know why? Because I, I, yes, they think outside of the box because to me, they have a little bit of both spectrums. One side, you got the super smart kid who, quote unquote, is gifted. What's funny is I had a, I um, I dated a chick who was gifted, right? right? Just like on the other side, you got the kids who are dumb who don't know nothing. What's funny is I used to be one of them kids and hung out with a bunch of them kids, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Okay. The C student is that kid who knows and knows a little bit of schoolwork so he can get through in school, but then he also knows how to apply it in a real world sense, like those other kids on the other side of the spectrum. Because there's pros and cons of being on both sides of the spectrum. The pros to being the super smart kid is life life might be slightly easier. Life is going to be easier for you on the front end just because school's going to be easy for you. Mm-hmm. And, and then it's also going to put you in places that you normally wouldn't be in. If you wasn't right. that smart, right? And you get opportunities. Yeah, for sure. Now, the con is a lot of those kids don't know how to operate outside in real life. They don't know how to work in the gray area. They only know black or white. Mm. They only know a textbook. They really only operate off of theories instead of just fact. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Not fully, but you know how everything's a spectrum. So on the other side of the spectrum, you got the kids who don't really know much. Their life is just depending on how resilient their mind is. That's what I, that's the one caveat I want to say. And then to the environment that they grew up in, mainly like what the parents instilled, not what the actual environment. Well, that too, that plays a part, but mostly what the parents instilled. The kids on the other side of the spectrum might suck at school, but they're really good at real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're really good at the other stuff like sports. They're the socialites. They're good at creatively. Those kids can think outside the box because they have to. Mm-hmm. Because the only thing that's getting them in the door is all these other avenues, besides five plus five is yeah. ten. Right, right. You feel me? So I think personally, what we need to I want to say this the right way. What I personally, what I think what we need to actually celebrate in education is watching personal growth. And we need to, instead of trying to be a nation of specialists, we need to be a nation of Renaissance men and women, because the only way you can fully develop a person, if you fully, if you develop that person fully, you know what I'm saying? Like for an example, when I was a kid, well, for me, early on, the only thing that got nurtured in me was my aggression and like my smart, my smart aleckness and my smart wittedness. Okay. Aggression because I was in an aggressive environment and I played sports. Being wit- quick with it is just because when you live with a bunch of crazies, you you got to be smart. And I was quick with it enough to learn to learn things on the fly. So like I did school on the fly. Mm. Like I was a B student on the fly. 
You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I was the one that I walk in, get the get the um um no get the work from the teacher, go talk to the little geeky girl. She already wrote my notes, wrote my notes for me, <laughs> stapled the tapers together, and I'm walking out of class. Right. But then I show up on a test day, and then the teacher's putting up all the grades, and I got a and I got an eighty and I got an eighty one on the test, and you ain't seen me all week. That's how I did high school. I didn't like being in class. I I just didn't believe it. Right. I was just like, mm. my mom just said I need to make a beat. She didn't say how. She just said I need to make it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So I learned that I'm one of those people I can learn on the fly. Okay. But. That was only because I had to learn how to do that. Because if I didn't learn on the fly, I wasn't going to learn it. But I'm never in class. I'm always doing some other shenanigans. <laughs> and in order for Cynthia not to pull out corporal punishment, I need to at least make it at least make get my make it do what it do on my end. Right. And I think that part is missing on the other side. And then it's like the the willingness to take a risk and be creative is what that side is missing. And then what this side is missing, the other part, is the whole how to work within a structure. Mm-hmm. I didn't learn how to work within a structure until I got halfway through college. Right. You know? Yeah. So you got to learn how to do both. Yeah, no, you, you totally do. You really do. And I think, you know, school doesn't help with that. I mean, no. school doesn't really get you ready for the real world. Like school you, just sits and it, like you said, you just kind of reverberate back to whatever you're getting. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now, I, I went to school. I, you know, I was a, probably a B average student my whole career at school. Um, mm-hmm. But nothing got me ready for that first day of work after college. Nothing really got me ready for what it's like to live on my own. I mean, one of the biggest conspiracy theories is that they, that they don't teach like how to do taxes in school is because they don't want you to know. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. So the thing is, I, and that's why I always say we focused on the wrong stuff, man. Because think about those super brainy kids. Think about if they learned how to operate in chaos and in structure. How to, you know what I'm saying? And think about if those other kids on the other side learned how to operate in structure instead of chaos. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, learn how to do both. Like, why do we have to specialize? Like, I hate that so much. Like, we, it's like you hone in on one thing. Like, for most of my life, it was football player. Football player, football player, football player, football player, right? Mm-hmm. When I can't play football no more, then you're then I'm like, oh my god, what do I have left? Yeah, you don't think about it because no, everybody always tells you what you are in that moment and all of that. So like me as a teacher, like now as like a teacher and a coach, I try to be slightly different. Like I try to like get them ready, go, huh? Get them ready for after that yeah. football career doesn't work out. Or, I mean, it goes, I, I don't think it's talked about enough is that like careers don't go the way that you want them to go, even if you're a professional, you know, anything player uh, in sports or you're a professional in a, a financial job or mm-hmm. a teacher or marketing. Like, I, I, 
decided to change my career this year. That's good. You know? Like I, I just couldn't take it. But the thought of what else can I do was a scary thought because yes. you don't know what you can do. It, it's a, it's, it's a thought that makes you stop and just go, what if I'm not good at that? What if I'm not good at this? What if, what if this, I go into it and it, it just ends up just where I was in my last job where it was just punching in numbers, words, hashtags into an AI system and getting back data. Like that's, that was just so boring to me. Mm -hmm. And what, what else is there out there for someone? And I think with the world, how the world is today, people decide to do online stuff now. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's streaming. It's, mm -hmm. you know, it's video games. It's the only famous account. It, it's, it's all these other things that the, the most ridiculous things in the world, but no one taught you that in school. Mm -hmm. No one taught you to have a personality on a, a YouTube series that gets a million followers and a million watchers. No one, no one teaches you how to do that. I mean, I, even nowadays, I don't, they're teaching more and more about social media in school, but I don't think they're teaching you how to be that person. Mm -mm. That they're just teaching you technical stuff, how to do this, how to do that. Yeah. I mean, we, we see all these, these guys that are uh, like, I don't even know. I see them all on like, TikTok, like there's a, a guy neon or mm -hmm. something and he, he just if i saw that dude in person i'd probably punch him in the face like it's <laughs> he's just like one of those people who i see things about him on like the snapchat news or on youtube reels TikTok, instagram and you just feel it's just it, it's it's the most ridiculous things but he has people following him because he's mm -hmm. so ridiculous you're not going to learn that. You're not going to learn that in a school or a class. You're not, you're not. And it, it's kind of weird to say, it's like when I think about personalities like that on TikTok in these, like, and then I, I go back and I watch a movie or a TV show. Like speaking of like these guys, like uh, Stephen Colbert, or John Oliver, all these guys, they all went to these classes. They all went to, to learn to become, actors and and comedians and doing things these you know even though it's not a class per se but you know kevin hart started by going to the to a comedy club and started to just give out comedy mm -hmm. and he he built it like that and what i'm trying to get at is that now we're going into a whole new way of how to how to create a career through this and it i had a thought when i was i was like when what's the next change? Like there's a paradigm shift. It's like people can decide, Oh, I don't want to work for this corporate job. And then just start a YouTube channel. You know what? I think the next shift is going to be just from watching the behaviors of the kids I see every day. Oh yeah. I think the virtual and, and the virtual world and reality is going to flip because mm. What I've made a notice of with some of these kids is they think they care more about their online presence than what they do in real life. Oh, yeah, 
So my brain went, oh, you know what? But that makes sense because the kids, now think about this, right? And this is going to make you feel old because I feel old. Most of these kids that I teach, right? Because I teach high school for everybody who doesn't know. Teach high school. Teach 10th graders. Most of these jokers was born in 2008, 2000, between 2007 and 2009. Most of the kids I teach, right? They're between 15 and 19. I got a few 19 girls. So they were born between that time, generally. Most of those kids had, most of those babies and toddlers had what in their hands? Oh, they had a cell phone, easily. And then, yeah, these were the cell phone iPad babies. Yep. So now I see them at 15. Instead of 15 months, I see them at 15 years. They're the same way. It is so, like, there's so many more. Like, I remember that it was only the special ed kids who had the earphones on all day. Yeah, yeah. Now you just see kids, like, middle class is chilling. Like, teaching and all just... Big earphones on, just chilling, just cooling, looking at you. And I'm like, you realize you can't do that in real life? Yeah. Like, but, I know but you're, you I know can, you. Though. Now you can. Like, it's, yeah. It, it, it's to the point where we are in a world where if they leave high school and don't go to college, they'll have headphones on and they'll be doing a Fortnite stream, a Call of Duty stream. And their, their headphones are still on. And it's like, it, it's. The issue I have with it is you're not present in the current world. Because I don't, like me, I, lo- I love earphones. I love listening to music all day. I used to walk around with earphones all day. But when I, kn- but here's the, here's the other difference, right? A. I'd take them things out at some point. Okay. Like if I was in class or if I, it was, if there's somewhere where I had to like focus for real, taking them things out. Got to. Because it, like, even if they're just chilling in my ear or over my ear without anything playing, there's still some sort of noise cancellation and my senses is dull. It's, it's me. Cause I'm just trying to get them just to have just social. It's so wild because like, our world is going to be so virtual to where like a lot of these kids don't know how to interact with each other. Oh yeah. No, not at all. They talk like they're talking online nowadays. Like I, at my job, we have like, I work more in the logistics of my job, but we have a storefront and the kids who work in the storefront are in, in high school. They're those age. Mm -hmm. The things that they say, I like, I, I'm, and I'm not that old. I'm 31 years old. But it makes me feel like I'm in my 80s. Like these, it's like us saying like cool and hip to our parents. And they were like, what does that mean? Like, you know, like it's, it's completely different. And I think, you know, they're, like you said, like definitely they're, they're growing up in the world of virtual. That's no, no doubt about it. And with the development of, of AI, like what is to say that it's just, it hooks them on. It's like the, the South Park episode when uh, Cartman tricks Butters into thinking that he's in virtual reality mm-hmm. and he's walking around and he punches his dad in the balls. And like, it's mm-hmm. the funniest. 
And but then it gets deeper and deeper, and like they keep getting calls saying like you're still in virtual reality. There was like a glitch in the headset and they're like, no, you're lying. You're, you're lying. And it's just like, when is that going to happen? Because it's probably going to happen soon. No, it's happening now. Think about this, right? People just be wilding out online, just saying whatever without any consequences, right? Oh yeah. Think about the people you interact with between the ages of 21 and 15. Don't most of them act like there is no consequences in life? Oh yeah, there's a there's like a, a revive. You have a you have a revive. So like, who cares what you do or say out in public? It's it's those guys, those jerks that are like doing like pranks on YouTube, and then like there was the one that happened in um. I want to say it was like in the mall of America and they were like, this guy goes around and does pranks and he was pranking this door dasher and like kept, kept getting at him. And the guy was like, please just get away from me, get away from me. And he's walking away and they keep nagging him. And he turns around and he shoots the kid. Mm-hmm. Here's what I don't think people understand. Some of us, didn't move our consciousness to the phone into the virtual world. So some of us still live like we're in the real world and we will slap you and we will hurt you for being egregious. Yeah. Like I was, it makes sense. Yeah. It's like to me. And I, I, it's like, uh, or the new thing that I, I didn't know what it was at first. And then I, I read into it was, do you know what swatting is? Squatting? Swatting. No, what is swatting? So apparently these like streamers are swatting other people by calling the police and telling them that they're, they have guns or they're doing something like really bad and they get. Oh, like SWAT. Yeah. Like they're sending the SWAT at your crib. Yeah. And they're like. On a crib. Yeah, and they're breaking down doors. These guys have AKs. They're coming into these people's houses. And it happens, like, while they're on stream. So you can watch them, like, figure out, like, wait, did I just – they say, like, did I just get swatted? And then all of a sudden, like, they you see lights outside their house, and then you just see two cops come in in full gear with with a with an AK on their shoulder, and, and they're like, what's going on here? And they're like – and the dude's normally in like no shirts and basketball shorts. And he's just like, I, I don't know. It's like, and it's just like, what is wrong with you? Like these have like, and like you're saying, they don't understand that these have real world, like coincidence, like uh, consequences. Like yo, you could go to jail for that. Like, yeah. Yo, you go to jail for that. But like the, the crazy thing is I don't hear like them the people who are doing it to them, like getting in trouble or they don't. getting, yeah, like they, they don't. And I'm sure that they're calling it from their, their computers and they're, it, it's, it's pinging off three different cell towers in a completely different state. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, we're watching this stream and this is going on. Like, and they just go and then they, they can never trace back to what these, what they've done. Well, at least I've never heard. And it, it's that's so dangerous. 
Yeah. You playing with your life? Like, what happens if they bust up in there? Homeboy makes a false move. Yeah. The cops shoot him. You and you seeing this on live. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yo, that's crazy. Yeah. That. And and this is what the virtual world has come to. Like, oh. and and I, I always thought I was like, and, and people have said like the invention invention of the internet was the mm-hmm. biggest mistake humanity made because the internet grew so quickly that so many so many new ways of just getting around the system that kind of keeps us civilized went out mm-hmm. the door like it just went out the door and people were finding back doors in and really creating like a a chaos of a world and it, it, like, it gives me it gives me like matrix vibes might get canceled right now but this is this is how it gives me gives me matrix vibes if you remember the times that they were in the matrix and they were like walking around and like you met the characters or the programs that were in the matrix mm-hmm. they were they were gangsters assassins like all these like horrible people in a mm-hmm. system built to trap humans in so there was there was real danger for people in there now they didn't know about it but that's the best part about it because Take the swatting. The person who is on live stream has no idea they are in danger to a point where they can have a cop come in, like you said, make a false move, and they lose their life. It's like it, it gives me Matrix vibes 100%. Don't. Don't it? Don't it? Like, it's... it's I think... And I know we got to wrap this up. This might be a, a topic for a different. Mm. We might get canceled. Mm. Luckily, we haven't yet. Mm. So we're going to keep it moving. Um, I think we're heading towards a cyber, a cross between Wally and, and a, like a cyberpunk version of Wally mm. to where. I think there's going to be so many people so wrapped. I'm I'm waiting on VR to pop off. Once VR pops off, I think that's when dystopian is going to start popping off. Yeah. Like this because what kids, people, I'm not going to say kids, people grown, I see grownups. Grownups now are already being weird and dumb. Yeah. Just this, we ain't got to dig that deep because that's a whole nother topic. But we see people, grownups on the internet, be weird and childish, right? Yeah. What do you think they're going to do when they're going to have a whole VR set over their over their eyes that's tricking their brain, thinking that virtual is now real? Mm-hmm. And now we're going to have these people that. My emotions feel like this, so I need to have this on for comfort. You are a 30-year-old man (laughs) with a college degree. (laughs) That means there's a certain level of intellect going on up here. 
that causes me to say you're being a weirdo. Now, if you was at a different cognitive level, I'd be like, I understand. You know what I'm saying? Hey, bro, live your life. I get you. But once you meet a certain threshold of intelligence, I'm going to be like, you weirdo. Well, it's going to be, I I think it's like the cyberpunk, yes. Wally, yes, in a way where I don't think we're going to get fat. Okay. Like that. I think because we have we have virtual workouts, so people mm-hmm. are doing those. You have the Peloton, you have true that, true class, that. like all that stuff. True that. I see it more like Blade Runner, where oh. like you said AI is going to pop off. The only way AI is going to pop off is if every single person on this planet can afford it. In Blade Runner, people who are the poorest of the poor have VR and and digital things at their disposal mm. like you you don't have to make a lot of money to be able to get a virtual person in your in your apartment you don't have a lot of money to, to go and, and and sit in a virtual world for hours okay now follow me here because i now something connected in my brain that might not should have connected <laughs> but it's okay it's okay speaking of what you just said about where we're going. That means we've been getting, that means we're currently getting programmed right now. Reason why I say, because, oh shoot, streaming. Streaming, right? We have all this stuff at our fingertips and it's affordable. Right. Is that why we're on everything is a subscription based? So now if you have everything on subscription base where you technically don't own it, now you can make it more affordable once another catastrophic thing happens that you can profit off of more. Mm-hmm. Right? Or when you start saying, you know what, I kind of want to know your privacy a little more than I want to make money off you. So I'm going to let you have all this free tech. Like when I seen, did you see the smart, have you ever seen, have you seen the um, commercial for the smart glasses? Yes. My brain said we will never get us. I know I'm going to say this as a person with an apple. Okay. Hippocrite right here. Yep. Same here. I will not get those glasses because my brain said, y'all, I already got a mic in here. Y'all already can hear me. I got this phone right here. Y'all already can hear me. Y'all don't need to see what I see. Yeah. Yeah. Like, think about this, bro. Everything you see. Literally is directed to a cloud and someone has to monitor that and that's their job. Mm. That's a good Why would someone need that information? Story. I, now think about this, right? Now think about with the keystroke. Now think of, you know how they always be tracking your keystrokes? Mm. Now with those glasses, they can, they can literally, literally track what you see, what you like, probably your heart rate, probably other things. So now they're really going to get to know you at an intimate level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think also stemming off of those glasses, we already had a problem with Hollywood where shows and movies were mapping extras' faces and using them in movies without the knowledge of these extras, without them getting paid, compensated, all that. And Again, I'm the first one to tell you that's wrong. Movies should mm-hmm. have all real people in them. 
you know, 100%. unless it's an animated movie, we need people in them. Okay. That's what brings the art out. That's what brings the drama out. That brings the life to the movie, the TV show, all that. But if those glasses are tracking everything we're seeing, how do we know that random people, they're not in Hollywood. They're not on TV. They're mapping them and creating a matrix like world. Come on. Come on. For, for us to live in once this this VR takes off. That they know, oh, your comfort is walking to the coffee shop. You see the the guy walking his dog. You see the woman and her children. You see the cute girl sitting waiting for her coffee. Mm-hmm. You you see your your normal barista who knows you by name, knows your order. How do we not know that one day you're just going to wake up and that's going to keep happening over a Groundhog's Day and nothing's going to change? Or you wake up and you're, oh my God, what was that? What was that movie that was with Ryan Reynolds and he was, um, and he was an NPC who became a real, who ended oh, up becoming uh, a guy. Yeah. Something like that. His name I is think we end up being in something like that. Yeah. Something similar to that. But on that one, we got it. We got to We got to end because you know yeah, we can go all night. We're, we're gonna go. We're we're gonna go oh, into yeah. the deep darks, dark of this. Like, yeah, you know, let's not do that. Yeah, yeah. We don't. We don't need to hang with Le- with Leviathans today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. So, all so right. this is a you. We might get canceled. Matt, Kyle, make sure you follow us on the socials. You know what I'm saying? Follow Southern Hospitality Pod. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you put the pod at the end on the Insta. You know what I'm saying? Follow all the Schnabel Studios. Follow the sketching up what me and Matt is on. You know what I'm saying? I know we keep saying we might get canceled, but this is still a little brother version of sketching up. So follow sketching up. You know what I'm saying? Do it. Follow it all. Don't forget LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Just we're everywhere and we want you to hear us. And if you like us, leave a comment. Definitely. I'll be tweeting about Let's Get Cancelled for the next week because like Kyle just said, we could have gone all night. I may just start splurting out on Twitter. I may just, you you may not be able to speak to me. They may just erase my, uh, erase the Schnabel Studio Twitter. I don't know. Mm -hmm. We'll see how it goes. But go follow us. Go ask us questions. Really engage with us because that's really what makes us for all of our pods. Like literally, if you engage with us, we will definitely talk about it. So get it on there. Thank you for listening tonight. It was another great, we may get canceled. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you. Peace. Peace.